0: Portions of the Oilers Now podcast are brought to you by ProAmSports.ca. 630 Chad, and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed
1: print services to keep your
0: printing costs down.
1: Yeah, Digitex does that.
0: D-I-G-I-T-E-X.ca on Oilers Radio. 630 shed Our number two, Oilers Now, 106 in Edmonton order is now brought to you by Digitech. 630 Chad uses Digitech for their copiers and printers. Their service is excellent. They now sell supplies for all brands of printers at big savings. DigitechSupplies.ca. Some mm-hmm. guests in the show received gift certificates to the Japanese Village, three locations downtown, south side, and north side. Let's uh, go to a text line. You like this one, Bart? Uh, Mark? Yes? It's so refreshing. Stoffer and Spectre, by the way, for Horse Racing Alberta. It's so refreshing to hear Mark Spectre say it like it is. Bob, you continue to defend yourself, your actions, <laughs> your comments, and the organization that's failed on so many levels, all for your ego and desire to be the head scout with the team. Well, wow, that's... You, uh, don't you always tell me don't read texts from guys like that? Uh, yeah, I do tell you that. Yeah. Okay, well, I read that fellow's text. Wrong position, by the way. I don't want to be the head scout.
1: Think Buzzy Bavasi. I don't want to be the head scout of any team, man. That's a lot of travel. Yeah. Those guys are on the road constantly. Lots has to happen. So we've talked about the past, how we got to this point. Let's talk about the future. What's going to happen here, Mark? Well, there's going to be some uh, heavy, heavy introspection inside this organization this year. And the reason I say that is, um, you know, what's a playoff gate worth at Rogers Place these days? One playoff game makes what for the owner? I mean, I don't even know the answer to that. Two, three million bucks a night? I think it's 60% of the... I mean, you're not paying league gets players... 40. The league gets 40, they get Okay, anyway, there's huge, huge numbers every night when you have a playoff game. Yeah. And Daryl Cates is getting none of those gates. Uh-huh. And if I'm Daryl Cates, I've got to know why. Right? Yeah. The next thing, if I'm Daryl Cates, people below me better know this ain't going to happen again next year. So you know, there's some, it's critical mass inside those executive offices as it should be.
0: Sure hope there wasn't somebody that came in, maybe new to the organization and said, well, okay, you made this last year, you're going to make this next year, moving forward. Sure hope that didn't happen, because that would just be bad karma and work against the club.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Um, So, I mean, the question becomes is, is what has to happen? The orders have spent, uh, they have no currency left when it comes to firing uh, front office people, frankly. They've done it too often, too many times, right? They, they've See, become but that's the, not going to appease the Texters at 636. No, six it's not, six, well, I don't care cause. about them. Uh, they've become the Cleveland Browns of the NHL in terms of coach turnover, you know?
0: He just told you, listeners, he doesn't care about
1: you. Yeah, so <laughs> I care about them deeply. Uh, mm-hmm. So the point is, I think that is why Pete Chiarelli and certainly Todd McClellan, in my opinion, uh, you keep those people. And you give them a chance to fix the problem. You I know, agree. They did a good job. But last when I year, say they it, they're like, "Well,
0: you're a lap dog for no, 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 you well, know, the ownership," and yeah, and and right. so. Well, you work in the Sportsnet broadcast, so it's an
1: extended. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Um, so those guys stay. Uh, I, you know, if so, just just to set the re- just to yes? set
0: the record straight, you believe that it makes no
1: sense to get rid of Shirley or McClellan? I believe that it makes no sense to get rid of Shirell or McCullough this summer, yes. All right, well, guess what? We have have agreement on that. Okay, notice is on. You can't have another one of these years or everybody gets fired. And that's just how pro sports work. Yes. And for the record, just just so
0: the listeners know, when Dallas Aitkins was removed as head coach, I personally felt that was the right decision at that time. And I also felt that it was the right decision to move Pat Quinn out when he was gone. Um, In terms of Tom Rennie, I, a strong argument could be made they should have kept Tom Rennie, given him an additional contract that he had made a little bit of headway. Yeah. And I was stunned that the orders fired Ralph Krueger. Right. So you
1: don't want to go down that road. Again, this organization. It's a lot of coaches. So, however, someone at the top, you know, is talking to Bob Nicholson, and Bob Nicholson's talking down from him, and he's saying, we've got to make some changes. it has got to be changes. So, frankly, uh, I wouldn't want to be an assistant coach on this team right now. I think that there will be a lot of heat there. Mm -hmm. And as such, Todd McClellan will own a lot of that heat because I know Todd quite well and he won't stand by and have his assistants, uh, you know, criticized and, and, you know, maybe fired. While well, he sits there and holds his job, that's going to be a big issue inside this the front office. Put it this summer. way.
0: You've already, hit big issue. It. You've already hit on it here, right? Like, at no point has Todd McClellan said, you know what? I'm tired of talking to these guys out here. Hey, Jay, today you go out there and go talk no, to them. No, or Jimmy, no, you know no. what? Jimmy, why don't you go talk? I'm, t- I'm tired about answering questions. Hey, Jay, I'm tired about answering questions about the power play. You're one of the guys that heads go up. Go talk to the media, boys. Go, go no. talk to the media. Or, not. Or, Jay, or Jim Johnson, you know, your penalty killing's all time worse. At, yeah. Now, because you know what? First of all, It's on all the coaches, not just the respective unit coach. And the fact is, it's not a traditional
1: unit coach the way it is with football. No, it's 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 completely different. Absolutely, you know my my experience and understanding is if if I'm you're the head coach, Bob, and I'm the assistant, and you give me the power play. If our power play is good. You don't have a lot to do with it. When our power play gets real bad, we start working. You it, yeah. got a ton to do with it because yeah. you're coming in and you're asking me what's going on. And I guarantee it, not only has Todd McCollum been trying to fix these special teams all year, but all three of those guys have been phoning around the hockey world to every hockey guy they know, looking for answers, looking for, for different ways to make it work. And it hasn't worked.
0: All right. So you're saying keep the general manager, keep the head coach, which I agree with. But there's going to be some casualties here, and it's likely going to be with the coaching, the assistants.
1: Well, well, there will be certainly talk of those casualties. I won't be the one that predicts it, but there, some heads are going to have to roll here. And if the, remember now, this is and this isn't a small thing, the GM and the coach each have two years left on their deal. Right. So it's very expensive to move those people out. I don't believe the same is for the assistant coaches, and that's the problem. And you know what? I, I hate to, like, I remember a few years ago they fired all the trainers. I thought, oh, what a cop-out. Fire the training staff. Give me a break. But to me, this is a little bit different. You know, the guys, this coaching staff has failed to a large degree. There's no question about it. And maybe you might say to me, well, then the head coach should go. And I would say, well, I guess you can have that conversation. But frankly, I think the head coach should stay. Look what happened
0: in Chicago this past year, Mark. That was interesting. Mike Kitchen, Joel Quenville. What happened there?
1: Yeah, right. The management basically told Joel, get a new assistant coach. And 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 by all accounts, Joel Quenville was sour. Right? And this has happened around hockey. It happens, man. It happens. And I hate to be the you know, you hate to sit here and talk about people losing their job, but I'll tell you right now, Bob, if your radio show uh, had ratings that were in the toilet all season long, what do you think your boss would be talking about, Bob? Right? If my article started to get a hundred readers online, and sat there all season getting 100 readers online. What do you think my boss would be talking about? Yep. Right? I know what he'd be talking about. Yeah. So that's
0: the business. You can text us at 630, 630 Tweet us at orders Now. So coaching, uh, management. We've talked management, coaching. How do they improve the... Uh, first of all, agree, disagree. Uh, need a better backup than Al Montoya.
1: Um, I'm not that worried about the backup goalie. Okay,
0: I I think they need a better backup goalie. No. Yeah, okay. okay, they need a better defense. We can agree on that. In a perfect world, they get a right shot power play specialist. Not sure how they make that happen. Yes. Um, yes. Was there a misplay in terms of the ability and skill set of the defense this year? Did they overestimate what the D could do? Yeah. Because that okay, you're you're ta- you're, yep. you're 68 a year ago. Yep, we're good enough for,
1: for you to get have 103 points. I know, I know what Chiarelli was thinking this year, okay? Here's what he was thinking. I got a bunch of cap space, but the problem with cap space, filling cap space in July, Bob, is all the free agents want two, three, four years. Yeah. So it's hard to use that cap space when four you got McDavid coming up with $12.5 million. You yeah. can't use it for one year, so that's a pro- that's an issue that Peter had. Peter looked at his team and said, you know what, this team, it might not be the best team, but it's a pretty good team. This team's going to get me to the trade deadline. And it is at that point when I'm going to say, hey, I got a bunch of cap space. There's a bunch of pending free agents out there at the deadline, as there is every year. When we're down the the stretch run, I'm going to take that cap space, I'm going to spend it on pending UFAs, and I'm going to be ready for a big, fat playoff run with this club. Well, the problem is the club didn't get him there. He overestimated what he had. Mm -hmm. You know, the club didn't get him there. Talbot wasn't good enough. Clefbaum got hurt right away. You know, uh, Sekra lost year. Sekra wasn't playing. That you should have predicted because we predicted it right in the studio. Uh, Benning took I'll be a step honest back mark on that one when you didn't hey, think. Could so. you on, on, took Se- a step on back. Sekra? Yeah, it was more you than me that
0: predicted that. Okay. I I thought he could come back. I any good? I said let's wait until the middle of January. Don't rush him. Whatever. Late January, but I thought he could be. You know.
1: Okay. The and point is, by the time he got back, the season was over, Bob. And now,
0: I, now I'm concerned the other way. Now I'm concerned. I don't know if this guy's ever going to get his game Don't back. judge him. Don't judge him. Judge him next... He's it, got three years left at $5.5 million.
1: If we're having this conversation in October, I'm not saying that he may not be an overpriced second-pairing defenseman. He may well be. He might be in their third pairing next year. But don't judge him. Look at, at the left point. side. Clef bomb nurse,
0: who, by the way, should be bridged and not long-term. And the lack of uh, offensive... Uh, upside in Darnell Nurse's game is going to keep his long-term cap hit down That's all, unless he continues to develop because right now his completion percentage in terms of his passing ability, he can transport it. He can't transition it. There's a big difference.
1: I think I'd like to see and this isn't just a Darnell Nurse thing, but I think the culture in this town for some time has been whenever you have a good young player just give it all to him. Right? When's the last time they bridged a real good young player or don't give away a really good young player or don't give one away But the point is I mean with 300 Hall, with 300, Ever-
0: 300 game rule,
1: Right, with Hall and Everly and R N H, they just handed them those second contracts of six million dollars. Wow. So you're left, you know, so with McDavid. With obviously McDavid, but with Saddle, eight and a half. A lot of people think that's high. I'm not sure it's not. So for your le-
0: your three left shot D next year, how about Clefbaum plays 21? How about Nurse plays 19 and a half? And how about Sacre plays 17 and a half? Well, that, there's nothing wrong with that. Right. Then right. you're not overexpanding any of them. And on the right side, you got uh, Larson, who can pl- play 21. And sure. Benning who can play sixteen. So you gotta find a guy, another guy that can play
1: twenty plus. You need, and is Russell that guy? You gotta find a way to inject some offense into the defense. what's just another of the thousand cuts has been a defensive core that gives you nothing offensively here.
0: If you don't do anything, or you better just just hear me out here. If you don't do anything with your defense, if for the sake of argument, if you go bomb and Larson, if you go nurse for the sake of argument and Russell. Are you better off going with Sekra and Bear and giving? So Bear at least has some offensive, or is he too green, too raw, and needs more time in the minors?
1: Well, I think I'm okay with bringing Bear along, but if Bear is my best offensive player and the only on the guy end, that yeah. can really fire the puck on the on the from the well, Cliff line. Bomb can fire the puck. He's oh, at a 12 when goal when 38. He's healthy, well, okay, which okay. is almost never. Uh, I think we're putting too much on. Yeah. I want Bear coming up behind a protege that can do what he does. That's what I want to see. When we come back, Stoffer
0: Inspector, again, brought to you by Horse Racing Alberta. Uh, we're going to talk about a guy that is a tipping point for a lot of arguments around Edmonton. Yes, Paul Yarby and his deployment. And we're going to hit on the Sedines as well. This is Orders Now. Room on St. Albert Trail. Fill your fan cave at proamsports.ca. That's proamsports.ca. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio 630 Ched. Uh-huh. I'm probably next, buddy. Welcome back, everybody. It's 1247 in Edmonton. This is Oilers Now. Bob Stauffer with you. If you're looking for a fun in the sun destination this year, take the kids to Disneyland. That's where I'm going in May. It's the happiest place on Earth. Fabulous fun, great food, warm weather. Book now with New S Travel. Your Disneyland California package includes nonstop airfare, four-star hotel for seven nights, five-day attractions pass. For reservations to Disneyland, call the travel experts at New S Travel 780-432-7446 or book online at newastravel.com. If I sound a little off, I do apologize. You never blame the tools, but I'm going to have a guy with some tools working on my teeth here in about an hour and a half, so I'm um, going to have a couple root canals done, so there you go. Oh, never good on the road, be. Mark, when they run out of T3s, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, well. So what's worse? couple root canals are doing radio with me. I'd say do radio, Jack. Hey, Jack, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, buddy. Uh, oh boy, you like that comeback? That would work for you. Mm-hmm. I, I'd, I'd probably say it, I'd say you and Jack would probably say it's the other
1: way around. <laughs> I'll take the root canal. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> uh,
0: all right. So here's here's the situation. I know I know you heard my uh, my diatribe earlier in the show driving in. When I my empathy is for the fans, okay. Uh, the people that stepped up bought tickets, buy suites, the corporate partners, the sponsors, the advertisers, because I look at, you know, if you're if you're in management, you you have the privilege of helping correct this. If you're part of the coaching staff, you get a a chance on a on a nightly basis to impact how the team plays. Right. If you're if you're one of the players, you can make you can directly impact what happens on
1: the ice. You know what I'm saying? No, the latter groups that you just named all get paid to come to the rink. Right. You and me get paid to come to the right. rink. Right. So don't it's feel sorry. It's no, a privilege don't feel to sorry do it for us. It's yeah. the people who pay to walk in that arena. That's the people that, you know. And, and I mean, Edmonton's such a great hockey town. It's unbelievable yes. how they've supported this team through the last dozen seasons. It, yeah. It's, it's incredible. Uh, and you know, a woman said this to me early in the year, and I haven't heard it said better. She said, "We were so excited." about being excited about the Oilers again this year. Yeah, And by about January when everyone realized, oh my goodness, it's another one of these years, I just, you could just feel the cloud in the city like, oh man, another Jan, Feb, March, April of meaningless hockey. Here we go again. And I'm sick of it, you're sick of it, but imagine, you know, the people that are paying the freight, I would think they're real sick of it when that renewal comes. Yeah, and you know, they're Frustrated, and that's why you need to
0: play out your season. Be frustrated. Not sit there and go on a th- three. I mean, just the, the, the context Vancouver had nine players out of their lineup uh, and outworked Edmonton in that hockey game. Against Calgary, the Flames had two of their top four defensemen and two of their top three scoring forwards out. Yeah, Smith played great, and Talbot wasn't particularly good Whatever. in that game. The,
1: too many nights this year, we've talked w- about the other goalie playing great. Right. That's a sign. I've covered hockey long enough to know that when you make every goalie look like Jacques Plant, they're not. Jock man. and <laughs> we're not talking the
0: 1972, oh, 73 Alberta right. Oilers, Jacques no, Blanc. We're yeah, talking no, the 59, 60 Montreal Canadiens, Jacques Blanc. All right, Mark, uh, let's uh, let's start with assessing specific areas because people are texting us and saying you guys are beating around, uh, you know, the proverbial, you know what, the rhubarb here. And let's get right to it. Um, so, uh, assess some. We talked about who, so there's individuals that get paid,
1: privileged in various roles start with management. What what do you think's going on there? Well, shiarelli has got to put this in together. You know, I wrote at the trade deadline, he better start winning some trades or these will be the last trades that he makes. Yeah. Right? He won't be working in Edmonton next trade deadline if he doesn't have a better summer than the summer he had last year. So that's plain and on the record and absolutely for sure mm-hmm. in my mind. Uh if he's the he's the guy that's got to get this thing going. You know, he's the guy that has to deal with the fact that you know, he decided it was time to unload Eberly for Stroman cap, uh, to save some cap room. Well, that was fine, and I'm, frankly, I think Eberly's going to end up scoring about 10 more goals than Stroman. Whatever. Where are the Islanders? I think the order's passed him now. I, I don't think that's a big factor this year. A lot of people do. I do not. However, that cap space that was saved, there's a bunch of cap space that just hung on the vine this year that never got used. Mm-hmm. You know, it would have been nice to find a way to bolster this lineup in, in some way, shape, or form. Uh, so that's the, the GM didn't get the job done last year, period, and a paragraph, right? He didn't get the job done. So he better get it done this summer because that's what they're paying him the big bucks for. Do you think for. that uh, we'd have to ask Peter this and we're not going to see Peter, we saw Peter at the deadline? Peter is a rumor in this town. As a journalist who's covered this team for 25 years, he is a rumor. You seldom talk to him, you never see him. You have no contact with them, and in fact, as the fans in a you know, as a guy who is a steward of this hockey team in this town, I think he owes the fans better than that. I think he owes the fans a little bit of contact and a little bit of explanation after a year like this, and no waiting until it's all done and over isn't good enough. He needs a better, different market
0: than Boston. You know what? Or you know, it's a different market than Ottawa. It's a way better market than Ottawa. It's a way better market than Ottawa, and it's a one-horse town compared to Boston. And it's a one-horse... I mean, you have the Celtics, you have the Red Sox, right? Now, the Patriots over the last 15 years. This is... It's all in in Edmonton all the time. And every aspect of what
1: you do gets evaluated. It does. It should. Right, that's how it works. Here. And if you don't like it, don't take the job in one of these towns. Go work in Anaheim, right? right? Where you walk down the road, no one knows who you are. Right. You know, you take a job in Edmonton, and to me, it comes with some form, some level of communication with the fans. I had a manager say to me
0: uh, from another team after Edmonton won the lottery, given what was already here at that time. Uh, you know, if if that position had been posted, there would have been people called saying, "Okay, I want that job. How much do I have to pay to get that job?"
1: Yeah, right. Who doesn't want to be Connor McDavid's GM? So, right. In fact, though, it ends up being, of course, the head coach that has to stand behind the podium twice every day, twice a day in little which, which he has done. He every, does it every single day. Yeah. Never run an assistant coach out to do it. I give Todd McClellan a lot of credit for that. Because, frankly, we ask him a lot of questions where the answer wasn't something that he wanted. You know, it wasn't his decision. We make him answer for things that he wasn't responsible for. All right.
0: What's the first thing coaches will always take accountability for? Special teams. How are the other special teams? Yeah, they're and, terrible, right?
1: Right. Absolutely awful. You know, I I would I have said, I'll say it again, I think the least issue that this team had this season was its coaching staff. I think it's, the, I blame the, the players and the GM ahead of the coaching staff. However, when you got Conor McDavid and you got the worst power play in the league all year long, there's something's going on here. I've watched that power play do the exact same thing in April that it was doing in October. You know, if Todd was here, he could point out some changes they've made. You can't see them. They pass it around until they lose the puck. That's what they do. There's no order to, you know, what do you do when your power play's not working, Bob? You get it back to the point, you rifle something on net, and you fish for a Or rebounds. you shoot off the half walls and attack the net and you try to man, the net. Attack the net, open them for a rebound. This team hasn't done that all year long. Yeah. And I know they don't have Drew Doughty back there. But they got guys who can shoot the puck to the net, and they're not doing it. And I, I'm I'm disappointed with the coach's level of influence on their power play players. In the last 10 years, the Edmonton Oilers have the second lowest shooting
0: percentage on the power play. In the last 10 years, only Florida one year. Yep. The Oilers are about eight point. I'm not worried about what they did eight years ago, Bob. No, no I'm just saying this. New people. Over new
1: people. the course of the
0: last 10 years. So there, so
1: they've three. been a terrible team for 10 years. It doesn't surprise anyone, No, 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 right?
0: no. no. 300 power plays in the league over the last 10 years. Mm-hmm. The, the Oilers have the second lowest shooting percentage. Now, are they shooting from the wrong... Are, I see what you're saying. Right? Like, okay, so it's a... Maybe there's a little... Actually, last year, believe it or not, if you're talking about the Oilers historically, mm-hmm. last year's 22.9% was the, the highest power play since 1985-86. But it's if you less. had... Mark, if you had told me that there, I, the last time I checked, there's 18 power plays over 20% this year. Power right. plays are up!
1: And the orders have gone down by eight percent. Right? How the hell does that happen it's when not you all have personnel? It's not all personnel. I get it. They don't have a blast from back there. I get that. Right? You know. But they've also got some forwards with some skill. They got a guy like Lucic, who's supposed to be able to cause havoc in front of the net.
0: He scored three power play goals this year. Two have been off the rush. He's got one goal against Montreal on a tap-in on a perfectly executed low 2-on-1 that you and me could have put in Lynette. He hasn't had a deflection or a screen for a power play goal the entire season. And and then he got moved off the power play. Some
1: of that is that no one shoots it from the point. They have two goals from the point on the power play
0: all season. One is from a guy who spent 45 games in the minors. Okay. <laughs> so Clefbaum got one against Montreal in Montreal. Do you know what happened? He wound up and took a slap shot. It hit a stick deflected off a defenseman's knee in a linnet. Right. It wasn't a clean shot. And the other one was where McDavid threaded the needle to Ethan Bear.
1: And he was, by this point, he was coming in for the point. It wasn't even a point shot. Right. So two goals from you know, defenseman so... all year in the power play. Lucic
0: has got uh, three, two off the rush. The last two, dry saddle has.
1: They're off the rush. They're not off a set formation. So something's not working when they gain zone entry. That's it. So you're, the point you're making is when they when they execute the game plan, they don't score goals. They only score goals on the rush, basically, right? So the game plan. Listen, the, if, when you're 31st, you know that's a, like your point's not taken lightly, Bob. But all I need to see is the 31, and I can tell you that the execution ain't there and the game plan's not there. 31 means you're doing everything wrong. It's the coach's fault, it's the player's fault. You don't have the right personnel, you don't have good enough personnel. Well, you got the Art Ross Trophy winner and you got the worst power play in the league. It's so it's never happened in NHL history. I'm starting to say that it's not all the talent. It's got to be the deployment and it's got to be the game plan. I went through And f- if I'm running that team I got some heavy questions for the coaching staff.
0: Fifty years on hockeyreference.com. Fifty years I went through. Okay? Mm-hmm. Fifty seasons. The last fifty seasons in the NHL. Okay. Art Ross Trophy winner. The lowest team on the power play was Pittsburgh. They were 20th one year, the th- uh, the third of the four years that Yager won, four years in a row, the scoring championship, okay? And the first two years, they were top six or seven power play. Okay. And the year after they finished 20th, they were back to a top ten power play. Yeah. So they were 20th out of 28. Okay, it's... And- And you know what? That year, a bunch of power play, there's only three over 20%. That's what makes this year even more of a conundrum. How the
1: hell are you this bad in a year where there's like 18 teams over 20% on the power play? Okay, let's move on from this year. How do you fix it for next year?
0: All right, we'll talk about that when we come back, uh, because we're geniuses and we got those answers for you. Or not. (laughs) Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell.